It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on TogiNet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships, sans the sleaze factor, while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. And now, here's your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and I trust that you all had a lovely Thanksgiving, or as in some cases, as lovely as it could be. Mine was most pleasant. Uh, I didn't have to do any dishes. I did get to make turkey soup. Fabulous. One of my all-time favorite things to do. And then able to spend time with friends out in Palm Springs, a little golf, and all in all, just a lovely four days off. So now that we're coming back to here we are in the real world again, what I looked at, and I had four days off from being on the Internet, Woohoo! I got to tell you, you come back on and you look at these things and you go, why are these newsworthy important stories? Which is something I think that as consumers, we need to become really aware of who are we listening to, you know? I mean, I think we all have heard of Internet trolls, and if you haven't, you should have, because that is one of the things that is for anyone, when you're trying to get information that might be in a contentious area or an area where there might not be a lot of information, if there are powers that be for whom it is important that they maintain their money flow, their influence, you can count on the fact that there will be Internet trolls set up, programs set up to discredit, deny, um, refer to things as being, you know, completely outrageous, couldn't have happened. And that's something that <clears throat> I'm going to speak about that a little bit later in the show today, but it also very much relates to sexuality. And there are times, I'll just give you an example. Anytime there's anything that goes forward in the area of a woman's choice on her reproduction, one of the biggest things that happens is that if she makes a comment on Twitter or Facebook, she is likely going to get trolled and attacked. And there's a woman who had uh, written something, and she basically said right up front, I am, I am you know, disabling the comments section because invariably there are so many people that attack. Now, part of the Internet and part of any time we have our own voice is freedom of speech. And we have been so beaten up by a bank and pharmaceutically controlled media that people don't dare say, I'd like to try something alternative or I'd like to try, you know, you know, something in another area or this is what my feeling on it is. People get attacked. One of my closest girlfriends 
my closest girlfriend, happens to be one of the top vaccine choice doctors in this country and in the world. And the attacks that she, you know, are given. Listen, she's talking about science behind this stuff. She's, this isn't that it's anti-science. This is about having, being educated. This is about knowing the impacts of things. So when I'm going to be talking about some of the things of um, sex in the news today, <clears throat> and just to continue with the, you know, making your choice, we want to be able to make the choice of what we do with our bodies. That's part of having our own agency, as we would refer to it, whether you are female, whether you are male, and knowing that you're safe in making that choice. Well, in many instances, if you say you wish to um, have choice about uh, terminating a pregnancy or not having children or thinking, you know, anything along the lines of, look, I, I think kids are great, but I don't want to be around them, stand still. People are likely going to attack you. You know what I find so amazing, and I say this to people, and I say it to people, they go, oh, my God. The people that get the greatest amount of media time and tell and, and stand up and say that they are against abortion or against a woman having her reproductive right can never get pregnant. They're male. So what's this dude who attacks Planned Parenthood? He, good heavens only knows. I mean, one has to only look at this individual's mugshot to see that perhaps, you know, not all the uh, neurons were firing at the same time. But his thing was to go on a rampage. And <clears throat> it makes it, the media makes it, supports it as it's okay to attack things about female sexuality. So taking away from that and going to the next subject, how high do I have to do a high five for Amy Schumer and the new Pirelli calendar? If you haven't seen the images, please do. It is herself. It is Serena Williams and what's it? Uh, it's a musician who used to do things with Robert Mapplethorpe. And seeing these women as their real natural bodies, not the I have starved myself uh, into anorexia, which, I mean, when we had models 10, 15 years ago, they were not nearly as thin as they are now. I mean, you know, I think the, the comment that Neil Diamond had in one of his songs, scarecrows dressed in the latest styles, and that's what they are. They are literally clothes hangers. There's nothing to them. They're not, they, I mean, there's a differentiation between whether you're a runway model or you're a swimwear model. And that was one of the things that one of, for, for one of the first times, Giselle Bunchen could be a runway model and a swimwear model. But what she also had, if you've ever listened to her speak, she had an attitude that she would do whatever it takes. If they said, come over here, jump over here, do whatever, she would do it. And that's part of the having the freedom of who she felt she was, but also that, that work ethic. We have an attitude for sometimes people have an attitude of, oh, I don't have to do that, you know, or I don't have to show up in a relationship a particular way. Whether it's a work relationship or a personal relationship, if you're not showing up being enthusiastic or being involved with someone, 
eventually it's going to take its toll on your relationship. I said this last week when I was on the uh, This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ali Lopreet, that if you don't take care and pay attention to your relationship, someone or something else likely will. And so when I look at the Amy Schumer Pirelli calendar, she literally says, these are the things of how it makes you feel as a woman about, you know, you're gorgeous, you're, you know, you've got this. I mean, and it's that thing where women get, are constantly given the, you know, the dual messages of ugly, pretty, this, that. And everyone thinks that they have the ability or they have the permission to make a statement. And we've never had so many people being, you know, cyberbullied. And, and that, I think, is, as anyone would think, that's a downside for the Internet. There's, I, there was a gentleman who, speaking of being cyberbullied, he had someone come on and say that he was similar to, oh, gosh, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the guy. Mm-hmm. He was the assistant football coach who got um, uh, fired and uh, jailed for abusing young young men uh, and at the university, I think it was, it was uh, I'll, I'll come up with his name in a moment. But this person posted on this person was running for a political office, and they posted and they said he is just you know one second away from being this individual. Well, it took this guy almost three years to track down the person through URLs, through servers, through everything. And then it turns out that the person who wrote this was actually someone who he had worked with, who was another person in one another one of the Justice Departments, and he really didn't even know the guy. But this person posted something that was so, uh, it was so slanderous that, I mean, thank you. Thanks, Karina just said, Penn State. Oh, Sandusky, there we go. Excellent, I remembered it. I knew it was there somewhere. But So this person said he was like Sandusky, and it literally took him three years to track down who this guy was. So, And I know in other instances, a woman in New York was getting completely um, attacked and bullied by you know, an anonymous person, and who it turned out to be was someone who was a woman who was in her own group, who was making these comments about her. So... Yes, Internet's great, but you know what? There also has to be this filter. And um, earlier today, I happened to be on, and I looked at this one comment and I, from Wesleyan University. I think it was the president of Wesleyan. And he said, when it comes to all of these students who are upset and want things their way and you have to stop doing this and you have to create a safe place for me to have this, and he said, for heaven's sake, he said, look, we're not running a daycare. We're running a college, so get over your self-important, entitled self. And that's true. This is what colleges and universities were set up to do. So like the first time in your life, you get to make your own choices. And that's part of your sexual choices. It's part of your personal choices. But it's also, for heaven's sakes, grow up. I, I'm tired of listening to, to the wow factor of kids who are like, I need to have you acknowledge that in past years um, I was put under blah, blah. It's like, okay, well, 
then let's talk about it. Don't just automatically go off saying, and you have to do this for me. No, we don't, nor does anyone. So when we come back, I'm going to be talking about sex in the news and recent numbers. We talked about, you know, the, the HIV status and AIDS, and it's going to be about what's happening in Asia Pacific in the 10 through 19-year-old demographic. And the numbers are quite shocking. So when we come back, we're going to talk about that and what's being done and what's being done with social media about it. Please stay with me. This is Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. The Nutrition Action Newsletter reminds us that one in two women and one in four men over 50 will break a bone because of osteoporosis. The older you are, the higher your risk. Osteoporosis literally means porous bones. But you can't just think about bones. You must include muscle. As you age, you lose muscle mass pretty rapidly, and your balance becomes worse. This puts you at a higher risk of falling. Many people think that only old people fall, but that's not true. Falling is a major contributor of fractures. By improving muscle's performance and balance, you can lower your risk of falls and fractures. Lifting weights to increase muscle mass is imperative as you age. Since your body is naturally diminishing in muscle mass, you need to take steps to combat that loss. Lifting weights builds muscle, improves balance, and helps keep you from falling. I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everybody, and welcome back again. And talking about, I hope that you had a lovely Thanksgiving. And did you actually give thanks? Hmm? Were you happy? Or could you look at something that, you know, maybe this was the first Thanksgiving without a loved one. Maybe this was 
a you know girlfriend of mine she lost her father a week ago. I mean, it had been a very long, slippery slope, and it was a relief that he was finally no longer in pain. Yet, when someone's not on our physical plane, we can't hear their voice. We can't touch them. We can't see them. And that, the reality of the first holidays without someone are also, those can be tough times. But as one person said to me, you know, a setback is a setup for a comeback. So let's go into the some of the uh, sex in the news items that I was reviewing earlier today. And one of them is a study showing an increase in Asia-Pacific areas in the 10 to 19-year-old demographic, the increase of HIV and of AIDS diagnosis or AIDS-related deaths. And as you probably know and remember, HIV means you have been infected with the virus. AIDS itself is a diagnosis of kind of a constellation of impacts. You have to be HIV positive. You have to have a T cell count below 200. So though your T, T, T killer cells are the things that go around and they're, they're your immune system. And then it would be uh, like an opportunistic infection, Kaposi's sarcoma, thrush, something else, things that would not necessarily be manifesting in your body if your immune system was intact. So it's when your immune system is, you know, immune disorder, that is when you will get the uh, HIV diagnosis. And it originally got set up so that physicians would have parameters by which to know who to give, you know, drugs to, because at one point there there really wasn't a lot. Uh, there really weren't a lot of drugs, maybe one or two. Now we have a range of antiretrovirals and different cocktails <clears throat> that people can be taking. So, anyways, the increase in these populations, and when they're talking about where the um, increase is, because the article actually said and the AIDS and HIV uh, cases are actually dropping off except for in this area. And this would be in the countries included are India, Thailand, uh, Myanmar, which also used to be known as Burma, Vietnam, China, Cambodia, Philippines, Papua New Guinea, and Pakistan. And one of the reasons, and what they're looking at is that there were 50,000 who were infected with HIV last year in the 15 to 19-year-olds. Yet here's the thing, is that the majority, a good percentage of these countries, people can't go, I mean, adolescents cannot go and be tested unless they have parental consent. And if you do any sort of, have any sort of awareness of the world outside of the U.S. or North America, you're likely going to be aware that Countries like Philippines, very Catholic. Uh, in Thailand, there's, but they are more restrictive about sex, certain sexual behaviors. And a lot of these, in particularly in the the ten, they they did one where they did it for the ten to nineteen year olds. These are often gay, transgender, and oftentimes. For transgender youth, the reason that they are doing sex 
for sale is in order to get the hormones for them to be able to transition because they can't, you know, afford it any other way. Or if they were trans or if they're gay, they may have been thrown out of the house. IV drug use and, you know, either someone who buys or sells sex. So, again, we have an at-risk population. So it, the AIDS numbers in the, the 15 to 19-year-old, they increased 110% over a 10-year period from 2005 to 2014. And that was 3,100 to 6,600 cases. And given how much we know about how to prevent or what can be a precaution, to me, this is like, wow. Um, and many of the times what happens with HIV transmission is the reason that it is someone spreads it is they themselves do not know that they have it. And that's where being able to have apps or Internet or something where they can do either a buckle swab, you know, inside the cheek, or that's a very inexpensive, where they know themselves what, you know, what they have. Because one of the tests will show if you have been infected three months, you know, and out, and then the blood will show from, you know, the most like a, a week ago, six weeks ago, to now. Because your body has to develop an immune response for it to register. So if you were exposed yesterday, chances are it's not going to show up in your system because your body has not mounted an immune response against the virus. So to me, when I look at these numbers, again, this is a broad, you know, area of Asia Pacific, but it's also a trend that is of concern. And also when there was a, a woman, what's her name? What's her name? Ah, Sherry Turkles, and she is a professor. There was a, a I believe it was a YouTube and she's looking at the uh, impact of using Tinder as a way to try and connect with a partner. And she speaks of what we refer to as the paradox of choice. So what happens with the paradox of choice is if you think you have 10,000 people to choose from or 30,000 people to choose from, you may be looking for you know, 100% ideal, perfect partner based on, you know, a, a look or because, listen, we can edit those pictures. We can edit the profile. We can, she referred to it as anyone can be a Cyrano, a Cyrano de Bergerac, who was the gentleman who would had the, the voice and the singing, but it was doing it for another person because he did not feel that he was attractive enough. But... What happens with the paradox of choice is you literally get paralyzed about making a selection. So, and as one gentleman put it, with one strike, you know, like one finger swipe, you're out. And that's the same thing with Grindr, where we know that Grindr is absolutely an area that has impact for particularly men having sex with men and STI exposure. It's like, it, and it's not just in the U.S., it's, you know, other countries as well. It's the, where, where is the guy's name? I can't think of it. Oh, Grindr. Yeah. It's like the hidden HIV um, epidemic because, and talking about it being in Asia, and if you ever want to look at news 
items that are more, they are absolutely much better, more in-depth. They're not as puppeted as North American media. Go and look at dailymail.co.uk. That is a British site, and there's another one called The Mirror. I think it's the mirror.uk. They're terrific. And I will tell you, if I want to know what's actually going on more so in worldwide news, that's where I go. Because they literally, they have everything. It's just like that, boom, 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 boom. And they don't have, they don't have as much um, of the big brother watching and you won't be able to find out information. They talk more about things that are more edge, that are in the area of politics. They will talk about ISIS and the fact that this Paris attack appears to have the fingerprints of a false flag. And what a false flag means is that it, a flag is a thing that people will, you know, they'll point to the flag and say, that was the country that did it or that was the group that did it. And in the military, a false flag attack means you basically are acting like it's one group doing it when in all actuality it wasn't. And if you do more research, you are going to find out things that with U.S. media, you are not getting the truth. And on top of which, listen to this. Amazon just has started to become uh, banning books, excuse me, because they don't agree with the content, when the content is something that – and that's often also, if you're looking at something for information about people on Wikipedia, be careful because – there are certain people who have been given the privilege of being able to post on Wikipedia, and it may not be the person who it's about. They, they can't go in and change their own Wikipedia postings. It's only certain people who are considered, I don't know if they're called influencers or, or what it is. But I remember looking at this and going, you are kidding me. So when, when I look at information being presented, again, in media, I go and do a little more digging as to who did it come from, where did it come from, and do they have any ability to, you know, talk about the veracity of what they um, have just, you know, put up on their site. When we come back, I'm coming up to the halftime break, I'm going to be talking about the impact of fertility in relationships and the impact of what the U.S. government has done in other countries about the fertility with, and it, this has not been something that just happened over the last um, couple of years. This is something that has been ongoing by the U.S. government for the last, since, 19, since the 70s. So that's a bit of a distance of time. So when we come back, we're going to talk about fertility, creating family, these things, the importance of it. Please stay with me. We'll be right back. Sex 
Talk with Lou on TogiNet. With your host, Lou Paget. techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. This is Uncommon Sense for Leaders, a forum for exploring leadership from the intellect, the heart, and the spirit. Whether you're a leader now or aspire to be a leader in the future, you owe it to yourself to learn about the big ideas that have shaped the careers of compelling communicators, masters of influence, and highly effective leaders. Uncommon Sense for Leaders. Tune in to hear thought-provoking ideas on every aspect of leadership. You can expect dynamic discussions with special guests, quick tips you can apply immediately for better results, and the tools you need to take you from where you are to where you want to be as a leader. Are you ready to crack the code for achieving unprecedented results? Then join the host for Uncommon Sense for Leaders, Catherine Carlisi, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the All Business Radio Network. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. When you lift weights, you want to attain significant results. Remind yourself to slow it down. A common exercise mistake is to rush through your strength training exercises. When you zip through your routine, you will end up using momentum instead of muscle power, and you will not achieve the results you are after. By zipping through your weightlifting, you are also at risk of getting an injury, whether it is torn connective tissue or muscles. Shape Magazine recommends that you take six seconds to perform each repetition, two seconds to lift the weight, and four seconds to lower it. Since you have gravity to help you lower the weight, you need to slow down even more in order to give your muscles a sufficient challenge. Slow it down and see your results speed up. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Visit our Facebook fan page at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hey there. Okay, so we're doing kind of news and um, bringing you up to speed, making you be more sexually sexual health awareness. And you know, I had talked about the Asian Pacific increase, and then I said, "What we're going to talk about coming back?" Oh, <laughs> the other thing for just a little light-hearted sex in the news: Donald Trump had apparently uh, attacked Chrissy Teigen as saying that she was a trash-talking, you know, thing who could never hold a candle to Melania Trump, his wife, for uh, elegance and something else. And Chrissy Teigen twittered back, okay, Trumpers, let's just get this straight. We both married well, and we both, you know, you know had pictures taken where we're half naked, okay? Because Melania Trump did the same thing. So I think, touche, Chrissy, I, I applaud you on sort of pointing out, uh, no, there's not a whole lot of difference here. Thank you very much. 
Now, relative to James Dean, the uh, adult star, and the women who have said that he attacked them, you know, I wasn't there. I don't know. What I do know is that there are times when if someone has done something, it does take one person who's brave enough to come forward. Yet, you know, all the circumstances are that someone may have thought they said no and someone didn't hear it. One, you know, it has to be. And having the clarity of what's going on in these events is one of the most difficult things that if it is someone who just attacks someone, that's another matter. But the having the choice and being able to give permission, two very important things. So you can't be under the influence, and it can't be where there is coercion from uh, they're in a power position, someone's not. Uh, I did. Okay, let's go back. I'm going to go. Okay, we're going to be talking about sterility, infertility, and how it is impacting people uh, in some instances worldwide. But also, one of the things that when we are looking at uh, what can be some of the causes, one of the places people have to look is vaccines. And the reason I'm suggesting this for people is that telling people that vaccines are recognized as being safe and effective is not the case. What we are, again, remember I talked at the beginning of the show about the Internet trolls? You have to look and look for information. If you look just online, what you're going to see is everything that's being spewed by the CDC. Well, CDC and FDA have a revolving door between them and the pharmaceutical companies. It's a known fact. I mean, it's the same thing with food industries. There's an absolute, you know, revolving door between them and people who are, you know, wanting to influence government by uh, their policy, saying this, saying that. So do your research. That's what I ask people to do. For me, if I am, and when I am specifically asked, would I recommend the HPV vaccine for my child? My unequivocal answer is no. And the science that I stand behind is the woman who was the lead researcher. And she actually said herself that when, and I was listening to her entire presentation at a uh, vaccine conference, and her comment was, she actually was one of the um, uh, investigators. So they wanted her to be the authority. Um, Her name is Dr. Diane Harper, H-E-R-P-E-R. And as an investigator, that means she didn't do the research work, but she was brought in to say whether or not they could show efficacy that this vaccine, HPV vaccine, was affected. Now, what she said is that there is nothing, nothing that is more effective than screening. And what screening translates into is a pap smear. So the, and what we don't know, with the other thing, HPV vaccine has also been associated with young women going into premature ovarian failure, where they literally have their ability to conceive wiped out. So their ovarian reserve tissue is gone. And the, for, I, I mean, I'm talking, looking here at a 16-year-old Australian girl, 
and she, her menstruation ceased completely, and she asked for medical advice, and she was diagnosed with premature ovarian failure. And there were no other medical reasons or family histories, so the only link was to the HPV vaccination. Now, the other thing people have to know that's in the HPV vaccine is a surfactant, and it contains polysorbate 80. Do your research, okay? Go online and see what polysorbate 80 does when it has been studied on other mammals on mice. It is a toxin that can cause infertility by damaging the reproductive system, females and males, okay? And it also contains alhistidine, which is a compound that has been linked to blood clotting. And there's more than one account of that occurring with the HPV vaccine, but and it can, the excess clotting can also be another reason for infertility, as there's a higher risk of complications for the fetus. So you're not going to see very many cases being put out there, but I'm telling you, I'm seeing more and more of this among people, women who are, they've been on oral birth control for a period of time, they have, whether it is the food that they are eating, whether it is the vaccines. I mean, their body's immune system has been under such attack that it hasn't been able to maintain its regular, and so it has to have some way that, because your body will take care of the inflammation first, and you may not even know that your body is dealing with something like that. You, may, you actually may just discover, oh, I've got... I've got some psoriasis or, or, you know, something on my skin. And it may be that that's because of something else in your body that you haven't, you know. So this is the thing about eat, you know, eat the right food. That will help you in your sexuality. That will help you in your relationship. If, I mean, there's, it's estimated that 95% of the calories and food for the majority of Americans is through processed foods. And those are some of the worst foods that you can be eating for gut, for obesity, for... And all of those things are going to be impacting how you feel about your body and how your body operates sexually. Um, another thing, and now this is from a... This was written, actually, I believe it was in 2013, but it also says that the Japanese government has retracted its support of the HPV vaccine. And they're investigating around 2,000 cases of adverse reactions to the vaccine. Cases of infertility are starting to emerge, as well as other life-altering side effects, paralysis, stroke, and even death. And you know who the greatest number of girls are who are at greatest risk from the HPV vaccine? They are the world-class athletes. They are, they, they are disproportionately impacted by um, the muscle wasting, constant pain, the uh, literally being bedridden, they lose their entire life. And what this also is saying that uh, it's most concerning as the target of HPV vaccines are young girls, and India has also stopped HPV trials in 2010 after the death of six girls. Now, the HPV vaccine that is being given in India likely was GSK's um, Cervarex. And um, from the people that I know talking about the impact of these things, it's even more toxic than 
Merck's product, pardon me, then, yeah, then, then Merck's product, Gardasil. But, so India stopped, Japanese stopped, but the U.S. government is not listening. They just keep trying to push it. And what, how they market it is, oh, I feel safer and I feel safer. I, I got to tell you, I think we have not seen the final impact of this. Also, with their, now the audiences they're trying to go after is trying to go after males, which they tried to put in Australia, to put that in. But they're also trying to go after women over 40 and saying, you know, you need to be taken. And look, if I'm going to have something put into my body, it's going to be my choice, and I'm going to have done my homework. So whether that's food, whether that is um, uh, a B12 shot, whatever it may be, I want to know. And there are still many people, even though we are, you know, cases linking HPV vaccine and infertility, there are still people that are getting vaccinated with it. And it is now up to people themselves. Don't expect the government to give you the right information. They are the lapdogs of pharma, please. When it comes to any, the reason that all the manufacturers of, of sex toys finally stopped making those with phthalates is when mothers realized that the bisphenol A's lining the tins, the phthalates, those are neuromodulators. So they're impacting particularly more so young, you know, young baby boys than girls. And that impact is a hormonal one. So women then said, oh, I'm not going to have phthalates in my, the nipples of my baby bottle. Why would I have it in my, you know, in my toys? And why would I use it, you know, on my body? That only when women said, no, sorry, we're not purchasing that. But I look at these things where you see women buying organic food and giving the best possible food that they can to their children, and then they inoculate them and put polysorbate 80, put mercury, put all of these other things into their systems. Not through their immune system, which if it was going through the gut, like orally, then your immune system, your gut's number one you know, purpose is your immunity. Instead, it bypasses the immune system because, and by the way, it's a form of surgery. It's entering the body through the skin, and so it totally, totally um, it doesn't, your body cannot, your immune system can't take care of it in its normal way. It's already into your system. So when we come back, I'm going to talk about some cool YouTube videos that I saw and more information on um, fertility and keeping yourself safe. Please stay with me. I'll be right back. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. With your host, Lou Padgett, techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. 
Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Harvard Medical School writes that if you are having an occasional twinge of joint pain when you climb the stairs or go for a walk, or if you are worried about arthritis because your parents have it, one step toward prevention is to check your weight. Being overweight raises your risk for developing osteoarthritis, which is the most common joint disorder, and it's caused by wear and tear on a joint. Excess weight puts added stress on weight-bearing joints like your knee, and the inflammatory factors associated with weight gain may contribute pain in other joints of your body. Being overweight opens you up to many problems, so with all diligence, keep your weight down. Daily exercise and healthy, low-calorie eating will keep the extra weight off and promote good health in your life. I'm Annette Hammond. If you're a fan of Fitness Minute, like us on Facebook at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. At the earlier part of the show, I talked about uh, having people become aware of the things that, that the U.S. has done worldwide to impact other populations being able to create family and to create that type of stability in their own lives. And one of the first places I'm going to talk about is, and they refer to it as, and it literally is forced sterilization via vaccines. And the first one I'm going to look at is in Nigeria. And in 1996, with a meningitis uh, vaccine that was uh, called Trovan, T-R-O-V-A-N, there were 11 children that died, and this was a Pfizer product. In 2008, the Nigerian government uh, charged and wanted to arrest uh, three of the top Pfizer uh, executives for the death and for the damage that had been caused to these girls. And what had been done is a similar thing that was done in Kenya and had been done in other countries, is they include what is referred to as HCG. And what that stands for is human chorionic gonadotrophin. And HCG is an antigen. So what they did is they included that into this, these so-called, you know, health, you know, vaccines. Um, in, <clears throat> let me see, in Kenya, it was for 2.3 million girls for tetanus, which 
you really only need a tetanus shot if you've stepped on a rusty nail or something, because tetanus is what they refer to as an anaerobic, an meaning not aerobic. So it's exposed to, if it's exposed to the air like a scratch or something, that's aerobic process, healing process. But anaerobic means there's no oxygen, and that's where tetanus becomes an issue. So stepping on a rusty nail, something in, an injury with something that went deep into the body. Um, so I don't know why these girls are getting a tetanus vaccination in the first place. And the person who talked about the what was found in the vials once they were sent back, they sent back six different vials, was Dr. Muhammad Nagar at a medical center in Nairobi. Now, here's the importance of knowing that HCG is in a vaccine for non-pregnant women. HCG is created by the fetus as it's developing. It is literally the thing that gets measured on those urine sticks. You know those things? Do you think it's creepy? I think it's a little creepy. When people are sending someone their urine stick to show them that they're pregnant, I really do not want to see your bodily waste on a stick. I mean, it's like, oh, please. Ugh, maybe I'm overly sensitive. That's just me. Anyway, that is what is showing up when you get the lines. Human chorionic gonadotrophin. So human, chorion, the thing that's developing around the outside of the embryo, chorionic gonadotrophin, uh, gonadotrophin, a uh, 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 thing that develops as hormonally. So HCG in a pregnant woman's body is there, and it is indicator of pregnancy, and it is the thing that you know, continues throughout the entire pregnancy. If HCG is given in a vaccine to a non-pregnant female, the body reacts to it as a foreign substance. So what actually was happening is that these young women, without knowing it, now, could there be countries where it's more important that you be able to have a family in, you know, in Nigeria, in Kenya, in countries where a woman's worth is, you know, determined by her ability to have children. They did the same thing in Romani uh, cultures for what they would refer to as the gypsies. They were giving them vaccinations after the birth of one child, which rendered them sterile. Because what happens, she may get pregnant, but what happens is she will miscarry because her own immune system perceives the developing embryo and the HCG that it's creating as a foreign body. Her own body mounts an immune response to it. So that's how they basically chemically sterilize these women. And when in the Nigerian one was ostensibly for meningitis, but the thing that one has to be aware of is this has been going on since the 70s. The U.S. government has been doing this since the 70s. And to me, there is, this is something that is so heinous that they think that they have the ability to impact the, the quality of someone's life and their ability to have a family, their ability to feel about themselves as a woman. This is just disgusting. And I look at this and I go, how is it that these people can sleep at night? Because they know 
that they know what they were doing. They knew what they were doing, and they knew why they were doing it. So the HCG antigen being in those vaccines, that is the thing that robbed those women of being able to have children. Now, let's go to another situation where Mexico, this is supposedly a vaccine being given to children for um, tuberculosis, rotavirus, and hepatitis B. And this was this year. And May 2015 is when this was written. 52 children were given the vaccine in this tiny village. Of those 52, 75% were either dead or hospitalized. And finally, someone said, whoa, what is going on here? Now, the toxicity of these things, there's a, uh, a thing called the vaccine court. It's not run by doctors. It's run by people who are not medical people, vaccine injury court. And when something has happened, many times people do not realize or have say that it could be potentially associated with a medication or with something that they have taken because it may seem like um, old flu or something else or the other thing that often will happen, they'll go to a physician and a physician will say, oh, it must be in your genes or it must be something about you when in all actuality there was none of this prior to them having, you know, being exposed to either these foods, the medications or the vaccines. So if you want to look at a funny uh, YouTube, it is, it's called The Cool Horse Talking. And what it is, is a horse talking about the use of Premarin. And if anyone knows what Premarin is, it is, um, it is a concentration of equine uh, hormones, horse hormones, from pregnant mare's urine. And what they do is they make these horses stand 24 hours a day. They keep them pregnant 11 months of the year. They then have, they, and so they're, they can't lie down. They're standing up and they can't turn around. And this is, this is animal cruelty of like an, an ordinate degree. I mean, estradiol, much better product. But this cool horse talking, it's talking about 1.7 billion, you know, for Premarin. And to me, let's take care of ourselves and let's leave the animals out of this equation. And telling, uh, you know, a human being that they have the same conjugated, you know, estrogens and whatever as a horse, uh, I don't know, kids. I, I think, you know, time to, you know, wake up and have a coffee. But when we look at, when you go and look at things in the news and you're looking at anything with, you know, someone talking about the sexual behavior, someone talking about something else, and isn't it interesting how quickly things change in the news where now um, Charlie Sheen was white hot all over the Internet when he came out and said, yes, I am HIV. And it was mainly to have people just stop and leave him, you know, alone because there were so many people saying, well, this and this and, well, I was this and, you know, for whatever reason. But 
Now, uh, we don't even see that. We see, talking about a study in Asia Pacific, that there was, um, he's one of the celebrities who is living with HIV. This is true. And what we also have is when we look at the, uh, quite frankly, if there's anything on the news that has, is, is really nasty or horrible, I just like zip past it. I don't watch the news. That's a, that is a zero to no interest to me because if you've ever watched, watched Fox News from one station to the next station to the next station, you might as well insert a parrot because they all are reading from the same teleprompter saying exactly the same little thing. And, you know, here's, you know, and here mothers dealing with adult incontinence reveals their little accidents as they praise Kate Winslet for talking openly about the condition. That's one of the big things for many women that they don't expect to, you know, have happen. And what happens is the PC muscle, the pubococcygeus muscle, it basically stretches out. And that's the muscle that you contract as a woman to stop the flow of urine. Well, if it gets totally stretched out with a really, it was a long, with a big delivery or long, long labor, that's something that can, you know, there can be pelvic health, there can be a, um, the uh, uh, injectables can be done for that. So whatever it is you're dealing with and looking at, um, make sure you do your research and be an informed consumer. Don't just assume that the news that you're getting is right. And remember, whoever writes, whoever funds the study invariably gets the results that they want. We already know that. So if a drug company has funded the study, guess what? They're going to get the results they want. Or if they don't, they'll basically go back and they'll do a whole push to have three other people change the, change the statistics on it. So have a fabulous rest of the week. My new website should be up soon, loopadget.com. Enjoy yourself and have a blessed week. for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget 